It's the dictionary. 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 Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Hosted by me, Spencer. Uh, Let's see. I feel like uh, the words in this episode, I am uh, not not the smartest person in the world to talk about these in any real great way. So, uh, you know, we'll say the definitions and then we'll just see sort of what comes out because, yeah, I just don't I feel dumb is what that's what it is. I just feel dumb. Okay, the first word in this episode is disable. Disable. Able, the A is emphasized, and you can pronounce it dis or dis able. Disable, D I S A B L E. Transitive verb from the 15th century. So, this is the action that is happening of the disabling. Number one, to deprive of legal right, qualification, or capacity. Taking away those things will make you disabled. Legal right, qualification, or capacity. Hmm. Number two, to make incapable or ineffective. Incapable can't be done. Ineffective. You're just not doing anything. Especially to deprive of physical, moral, or intellectual strength. Hmm. Wow, that's an interesting group of words there. Physical, moral, if you are depriving somebody, somebody or something of their moral strength, you are disabling them. I feel like I need more context for that. Uh, And then intellectual strength is the other one. That seems, I don't know, I just have issues where things are talking about People being smarter, dumber, IQ, I don't know. Your intellectual strength that makes somebody feel, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too sensitive. Um, A synonym for both definitions would be the word weaken. Disabling somebody something, weakening weakening it so it, uh, it doesn't have as much physical, moral, intellectual strength or it's less, it's uh, more incapable or ineffective. Wait, do you say more incapable or less incapable? I feel like that's a, that's hurting my brain a little bit. Uh, Or also removing their legal rights, qualifications, or capacity. Disablement is a noun. I'm not even going to make another mint joke. You've heard plenty of those. I don't even know what a disablement would be. You eat the mint and then you can't talk for 20 minutes because it's so spicy or strong? All right, we have to move on to the next word. Froom. I guess that will be the sound effect. The next word is disabled. Adjective from 1633. Incapacitated by illness or injury. So are there other options? Are there are there are there other things that can can affect you in this way illness or injury I don't I can't even think of I feel like there should be something else though I mean I feel like if you're just born a certain way that one would call disabled uh for example you're missing an arm people may call that disabled that that's not necessarily illness or injury if you were just born that way that's just genetics 
So I feel like, but maybe, maybe this next part is going to explain this a bit more because there's also physically or mentally impaired in a way that substantially limits activity, especially in relation to employment or education. So if it is harder for you to get a job, hold a job, be good at a job, or some, or learn, I guess, education, learning things in, a, in whatever way that means, uh, then you would be considered disabled. And yeah, we talked about this a bit before last episode and before that. Um, you know, how do you feel about this word? This is, um, some people have issues with it, some people don't mind it. I think it depends on what sort of impairment uh, physical or mental impairment they have, uh, you know, I, I am, I'm not in, I'm not a fan. I'm not in the camp of, uh, putting, putting somebody down. You know, I feel like we all, we just have to look at everybody as equals. And so it could have potentially some negative connotation to this word. Uh, but that, that's, uh, that's, uh, up to the beholder, I guess, right? It's in the view, in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, there's a whole lot, whole big discussion about that word, but we don't need to get into it because I'm just one person and you need to hear from all the other people. So the next word, froom, disabuse. Now, at first I thought it was disabuse, but it is disabuse because it is a transitive verb from circa 1611 to free from error, fallacy, or misconception. To free from error, so basically it's like it's it's perfect, there's no misconceptions about it, it's all true, it's all great, because it's disabuse. Uh, this is French, from désabuser. I don't know if I said my fake French accent correctly or not. Désabuser, uh, which is from dis plus abuser, which means to abuse. To free from misconception, fallacy, or error. Froom. Disaccharidase. Is that how you say this word? Disaccharidase? I think so. Or disaccharidase. D-I-S-A-C-C-H-A-R-I-D-A-S-E. Noun from 1961. Now, I think the next word might help if we read it first, but that's not how we do things around here. So we're going to go a little out of order. It is... So the disaccharidase is an enzyme as a maltase or lactase that hydrolyzes disaccharides. So this enzyme hydrolyzes disaccharides, which are vroom, a noun from 1881, disaccharide. That's the word. That's this word. Any of a class of sugars like sucrose that yields on hydrolysis to monosaccharide molecules. It yields two monosaccharide molecules on hydrolysis. I think that's what it said. That's a weird phrase, but I guess that's what it does. And I've heard of these things, all of these enzymes and sugars and proteins, and I just never fully studied it. So my brain is sort of like, there's so many words and it's complicated, and I'm sure it's not that complicated, but it's very, it's a whole lot of information. Something about sugars. I don't know. We break down sugars. I'm trying to cut down on my sugar. You should too. We all should just be limited, limited in our sugar. Fruits are fine. A little bit of thing, moderation now and then. It's fine. 
you know, we, we don't want to overdo it with these things. Vroom. The next word is disaccord. Disaccord. Intransitive verb from the 15th century. Synonyms are clash and disagree. And disaccord is also a noun. So if you, there is some sort of clash, if people are, people or communities or countries are disagreeing on a thing, that they're having a clash, they're clashing. It's not their clothes clashing, it's their viewpoints clashing, probably, and they are having a disaccord. Although, if somebody is wearing clothes that clash, and you look at them, then maybe your brain will have a disaccord, because it's like, I can't comprehend what's going on with your clothes. Uh, This is from Anglo-French disaccord, which means disagreement. Uh, And then, of course, it's the opposite of accord. I I don't remember what we read for that. We just read the definition, because then we add the dis here, and it's the opposite of accord. Accord, it's like when you're all, it's like when you're playing the accordion, and everything is happy and great. Uh, Vroom. Disaccustom. Transitive verb from 1530. To free from a habit. When you have a habit, you are accustomed to it. It is a custom in your life. It's part of your customs. And if you put the dis on, disaccustom, it's you're getting rid of that habit. Maybe it's a cigarette habit. I think we should disaccustom ourselves from, from the cigarettes. I wonder what the trend has been like of cigarette usage over the last hundred years. I would like to think it's probably going down, but I'm not sure. The next word. Vroom. It became, it's a, it's a car sound of some kind. Disadvantage. First form, noun from the 14th century. Number one, loss or damage, especially to reputation, credit, or finances. Uh, if, you have an, if you have finances, that's an advantage. Uh, but if you have lose them, if they have gone missing, you've lost them, uh, then you're in a disadvantage. From where you were, maybe? Uh, The synonym is detriment. As in, the deal worked to their disadvantage, which means it did not work to their advantage. It was not helpful to them in any way. Isn't it funny how something can work to the opposite of of the thing? It's, I don't know, it's just a funny way to phrase that. The, The deal worked to their disadvantage. I don't feel like you usually say that. Don't we usually say the deal worked to your advantage? Yeah, I mean, you could say it either way. It's fine. 2A, an unfavorable, inferior, or prejudicial condition, as in, we were at a disadvantage. That is a very unfavorable, inferior, or prejudicial condition that we are in. 2B, a quality or circumstance that makes achievement unusually difficult un it's so unusual how difficult it is the synonym is the word handicap mm. it makes achievement unusually well let's see i mean yes i guess if you if you well this is sort of you know like disabled disabled if there is something some situation that you're in uh that you're yeah, I mean, there must be a, what's the difference between handicap and disabled a handicap is just a thing that's gonna 
hmm, they are similar. I don't know. I can't really put my put my finger on it because I'm not even sure what 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 the difference is. I just like how it says it makes achievement unusually difficult. As in the example, his lack of formal schooling was a serious disadvantage. It uh, so his school was very informal, or he didn't go to school. I guess, I guess, uh, yeah. If you're not going to learn as much, or uh, if you're trying to go to another school, not having formal schooling will be a disadvantage. Mm, yeah, the, the the etymology is pretty clear. Vroom. Disadvantage, second form, transitive verb from circa 1534, to place at a disadvantage, and the synonym is harm. Going to harm you, put you into a disadvantaged situation. Oh, that's the next word. Vroom, disadvantaged. Adjective from 1879, lacking in the basic resources or conditions believed to be necessary for an equal position in society. And examples of these uh, conditions, resources, resources or conditions that you are lacking in would be standard housing, medical and educational facilities, and also civil rights. Yes, if you do not have those things, you are in a disadvantaged situation and there are lots and lots of people who should not be in disadvantaged situations because of things that they usually cannot control. So, so there's so many things. Like, just where you grow up, first of all, is a big one. The color of your skin is a big one. Those are just two that sort of just jump right out at me. And, uh, yeah, just, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, B, I believe you should not have to be in a position of being disadvantaged just because of those things. Or anything, probably. Disadvantagedness is a long word and a noun. From Disadvantageous is next. Disadvantageous. Adjective from 1603. One, constituting a disadvantage. Two, Synonyms are derogatory and disparaging. Derogatory and disparaging is disadvantageous. Disadvantageously is an adverb, and disadvantageousness is a noun. And can you say disadvantageousnessless? I don't know. Vroom. The next word is disaffect. Transitive verb from 1635, to alienate the affection or loyalty of, to alienate the affection or, so is somebody, somebody has affection or loyalty to you, and then you alienate that for some reason. Also, to fill with discontent and unrest. Hmm. Um, A synonym for all is the word estrange. So I guess, yes, if you, if you are estranged from your family who maybe have affection or loyalty to you, uh, then you are alienating them. Uh, but the, the second one's a little bit more confusing. To fill with discontent and unrest. Are you filling yourself up with discontent and unrest or somebody else with discontent and unrest? Probably yourself. If you're, you know, I hear the phrase like disaffected youth 
or something like that. Um, you are, I guess, if you are disaffected, which is our next word, maybe you have discontent and unrest about the situation of the world and your life and other things. Disaffection is a noun. So, what does disaffected mean? It is an adjective from 1632. Discontented and resentful, those are, well, one of the words, discontented and resentful, especially against authority. And the synonym is rebellious. As in, here's the phrase, I didn't even read it here, disaffected youth. Usually, it's the youths who are disaffected because there's there's nothing but authority to them, basically. They are not in a position of authority, and they're probably not super happy about the way that the older authoritative people are running things. And so, uh, you know, if it weren't for disaffected youth, we, we wouldn't change as a culture ever. Uh, yeah, I think I think that makes sense. So uh, yeah, you know, be 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 the part of the rebellion, be rebellious. If there are things that you got issues with, you know, there's a, there's always something. You, there's change. Progress is always happening. So yeah, the next word, vroom, disaffiliate, disaffiliate, transitive. Uh, well, it's a verb from circa 1870, starting with transitive, which is the synonym disassociate, disassociate. And uh, that word must be coming up in a couple of episodes. Yes, yes. So this word is disaffiliate. You are disassociating yourself from a thing, disaffiliating yourself. You are not associated or affiliated with that club anymore, so you have disaffiliated yourself. Intransitive verb is to terminate an affiliation. Yeah, same idea. Disaffiliation is a noun. Next, disaffirm. Transitive verb from 1531. One, to refuse, to confirm. I will not confirm. I refuse to confirm. I have disaffirmed. Uh, the synonyms are annul and repudiate. Yeah, I guess affirm and confirm can basically mean the same thing. Number two, this synonym is contradict. Disaffirmance? Disaffirmance, that is a noun. <laughs> Let's move on to vroom. Disaggregate. Disaggregate. D-I-S-A-G-G-R-E-G-A-T-E. Transitive. It's a verb again. I They got me again. Verb. Circa 1828. Starting with transitive. To separate into component parts. Parts. As in disaggregate st- sandstone. Or it's actually disaggregate sandstone. Because that's the verb. So you are disaggregating sandstone by separating its its parts, the components' parts. Also is in disaggregate demographic data. Separating it out. Intransitive is to break up or apart, as in the molecules of a gel disaggregate to form a soul, 
S-O-L. What is a soul? Is it similar to a gel? I've heard soul in terms of like the sun, and I think on Mars, one soul is one day. Um, But I don't know what this soul is. I'm super intrigued. I feel like I got to put a link in the show notes or something. Is it is it similar to a gel? The molecules of a gel disaggregate to form a soul. Disaggregation is a noun and disaggregative. Disaggregative is an adjective. There's one more for this episode. <sighs> Disagree. D-I-S. A-G-R-E-E. This one is a an intransitive verb from the 15th century. One. To fail to agree. As in, the two accounts disagree. They, there, there has been a failure in the agreeing. Oh, oh no. There's a, there's a failure. Our agreement is broken. It has failed. We, we have a disagreement. Number two. To differ in opinion, as in, he disagreed. He disagreed with me on every topic. Well, then move on or have a conversation about why you disagree about everything. There is there are there any people who disagree on literally every topic? Three. To cause discomfort or distress, as in fried foods disagree with me i had there was one night many years ago where i had way too much fried food and i did not feel good a little bit a tiny little bit on occasion is okay but you can't have too much it's it's a treat it's a treat treat it like a treat treat yourself for some fried food because otherwise it might disagree with your system and it's not going to be happy with you 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 and your system will differ in opinion on whether or not you should have eaten those fried foods you don't agree there has been a failure in the green replace the fried food with some healthy veggies with some tasty dips okay the uh you know that was the last word um anything else to say about disagree uh, don't ever disagree with me. You will not uh, like that. Uh, no, I think it is good. It is good for people to disagree because uh, everybody has different perspectives and viewpoints. And so uh, it's just going to happen. And I think that the trick, the thing to do is to uh, just sort of figure out, well, how you can be cool, even if you disagree, or maybe you can come to a compromise about what you disagree with. Um but you know, I think not uh, not getting getting mad. You know, and this this has to do with anything. Uh, a stranger, a person you know, or whatever. Um, get uh, don't get mad. Don't don't start a fight because you disagree. Uh, just 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 be cool. Be cool, man. That's all. Just be cool. Okay, we have to reread the words and then we have to pick one as the word of the episode so we had disable disabled disabuse disaccharidase disaccharide disaccord disaccustom disadvantage disadvantage disadvantaged disadvantageous disaffect disaffected disaffiliate disaffirm disaggregate and disagree had to really concentrate to say all those words. Ooh, okay. Well, well, well. What do we have here? Well, um, 
I'm just looking through the words. I mean, disagree, I feel like, you know, if you really think about it, that's a, that's a pretty big word. Lots of problems have come up because people disagreed. Hmm, <laughs> looking through. Yeah, we'll just pick that. Disagree, don't you disagree with me. It's okay, you can disagree with me. Disagree, disagree, we have lots of people who disagree on this planet. And that's a fact. Okay, that was that. Uh, you know, the songs are just fine. They're it's not always great, but they, they say a little something maybe, and uh, there's a little tune to them, and that's all we need in this life. So, I'm going to end this episode... Oh, yes, maybe I'll say that in the next one. And uh, thank you for turning this on. I hope you have enjoyed it very much. And uh, come back next time, where it will yet again be Spencer reading the dictionary. This has been Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye. We are coming back for another season, and we are here to answer the hard-hitting questions like, did Jodorowsky's Dune inspire the modern era of sci-fi? Why did we get two Dune video games from the same company in the same year? What was the real reason Disney dropped the production for Nimona? Is it Kingdom of the Sun or Kingdom in the Sun? Why is Sting so miserable? How many monsters did Godzilla fight? Why do studios in the U.S. think it's okay for them to make Godzilla movies? The Haunted Mansion and the Pirates of the Caribbean ride were supposed to be connected? Is Crimson Peak just a reincarnation of Guillermo del Toro's The Haunted Mansion? Was Willem Dafoe really going to be a villain in Treasure Planet 2? And what what is is a Star Star Wars? This season, we answer all these questions and more in the fourth season of How Did This Not Get Made, starting June 17th. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.